Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 291, season 12. Today's date is December 30th, 2023, and welcome to the program. And this is the last show of the year. I'm very excited. And on today's program, I will do my uh, year in review for 2023 on my Vanish Chicagoland Facebook page. That should be very interesting. I'm going down to each month of the of the year, which are the most popular posts, uh, based on impressions of that. And also, I'll do a tribute to uh, Tom Smothers, uh, one half of the comedy duo and folk singers, the Smothers Brothers. And I'll talk about my memories of watching him on TV. And uh, so this would be very exciting. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Martini and Rossi Asti Spumanti. And uh, this commercial is from 1977. I remember this one very vividly. And uh, it's, I still remember it. I don't know why. And uh, so just sit back and relax, and when I come back, I'll explain uh, about this uh, lovely product. Okay. Thank you, everyone. You brought home champagne. No, it's Martini and Rossi Asti Spumanti. It's imported champagne. It's imported Asti Spumanti. Mm. Delicious champagne. It's delicious martini and Rossi Asti Spumanti. It's really delicious champagne. It's delicious martini and Rossi Asti Spumanti. Martini and Rossi Asti Spumanti. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Martini and Rossi Asti Spumanti. The guy keep telling his wife. It's not champagne, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> so uh, this commercial is from 1977. Um, it's the product is still around, uh, and uh, it was founded in Turin, Italy, in 1863 uh, by uh, the people were uh, Alessandro Martini and Luigi Rossi. Uh, the headquarters. Uh, it was in Turin, uh, Italy, but it's uh, it's also Pesion, Pesoni. I don't know. Italian's bad. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, they make other drinks. Uh, you do were the other commercials like uh, remember in the seventies with Angie Dickinson, you know, played police woman. She said, you know, they did Martini and Rossi on the rocks. Say yes. 
Yeah, she was. Uh, they also made a brand of uh, vermouth, you know, like that. Um, you know what? Every New Year's Eve, uh, I always drink this. The Asti Spumante, that is. Uh, it's, I like it a lot. I like champagne. That's the only, uh, I don't particularly like wine, you know, like red wine, white wine. Meh. I don't know what it is. It tastes funny to me. Uh, so I always have champagne and, uh, there's something about it. Uh, I'm not, I have always said I'm a seldom drinker. I don't drink much. I mean, if I go out with my friends or we go to an event, uh, I might have a beer or something like that. I like Greek, Greek beer. I really do. I love it. You know, uh, American beer, eh, not so much. Last time I had it, I had uh, dinner with my friends. Uh, we had it at a Greek restaurant, and I ordered uh, Greek beer. I tried Mythos for the first time. It was very good. You know, why not? Uh, I tried not to do because I'm on medication, so I got to be careful with that. Okay. Uh, before I get started uh, I'm gonna uh, on the show, I'm going to talk about a couple things. One, uh Health-wise, I'm doing okay. Uh, I've been kind of tired a week. I posted this uh, the other yesterday on my Facebook page and you know on my profile that you know I feel fatigued. You know that's due to the medications, especially the Xandy. You know they make you tired, they make you sweat. I do sweat a little bit, but uh, the uh, fatigue comes, and I just lie down most of the day, and it's terrible. You know you can't you don't you can't do anything. You know and uh, you know, I used to walk around, you know, or do my walking, but, you know, it's been cold, so it hasn't been easy, and uh, I just feel just worn out, so I, I just lie down and uh, just rest, you know, that's very important. Um, let's see, uh, what else? Uh, then, oh, and the second thing I want to tell you is uh, yesterday I found out that uh, former DePaul basketball coach Joey Meyer passed away. And that was a complete shock. You know, I used to see him in the 1980s. You know, he was coaching DePaul. And uh, so let me give you a brief history about him. Uh, he was born April 2nd, 1949 in Chicago. And uh, he played DePaul. He was a guard from 1968 to 1971. And because, of course, his father was the coach. And he coached from DePaul from 1942 to 1984, and he won 724 games. That's a lot. He, was, I don't know. That, that man was had a magic touch or something. You know, he seemed like a nice man. You know. Anyway, so Joey Meyer uh, assisted his father uh, for ten years. You know, from starting from 1974 until I when uh, Raymar passed away. And uh, then he took over and uh, he coached for about 13 years from 1984 to 1997. And then, then he coached other, te- other teams, um, won the Chicago, uh, the Chicago Skyliners for one year, then the Asheville Attitude, that was in, I think that's North Carolina. That's for four years, then two years in Tulsa, and then in uh, three years in Fort Wayne. He did that. And 
after that, he uh, he was on WGN Radio. He did uh, um, he did radio broadcasts of Northwestern University's basketball games. I don't know how long he did that. There's also commentary. So, um, you know, I didn't hear, you know, I don't watch basketball, but uh, I, I don't, I didn't know he was on the radio. So, and uh, so I'm sure he was, you know, funny and uh, he knew what he was talking about, you know, because he, he grew up, you know, in basketball with, you know, because of his dad and he liked the game and all that. So that's, that's great. And when his death was announced yesterday, it was very sad, you know, and uh, a lot of people in the sports field, you know, in the media and also at DePaul were uh, very saddened by it. So that's, that's, that's a shame. It really is. Okay. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of the program, uh, I said I was going to do my year year in review for 2023 for my Vanish Chicago Land Facebook page. And also I'll talk about uh, uh, Tom Smothers of one half of the Smothers Brothers. So I'm going to get that out of the way. And then I'll do my year in review. Okay. So uh, the Smothers Brothers were uh, a comedy duo. Also, they were folk singers, you know. And... uh, so you have Tommy Smothers and then you have Dick Smothers. Dick Smothers played the double bass and uh, Tommy played the acoustic guitar. And uh, first they sang and then they did some comedy bits. And uh, Tom Smothers appeared like kind of dense, kind of dumb. like. <laughs> but, you know, he was a very brilliant man. He was very smart like that. And uh, they, so they did this comedy act. You know, and uh, but oh, and uh, they were born in New York on Governor's Island, and then uh, then they uh, moved to California. Uh, they also recorded comedy albums as well. Then, um, of course, we all know them from their TV shows. Uh, one is the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Uh, that started in the late 1960s, which was very, uh, very interesting and very popular, and but it was very controversial. Uh, before that, they started in a sitcom uh, called The Smothers Brothers Show. And uh, I remember seeing this on Nick at Night, the reruns in, ni- in the 1980s, and I watched it. It was pretty, it was pretty good. And... Uh, they, uh, according to the brothers, they, they didn't like doing it, you know. Um, they didn't act like brothers. They were just, uh, it was just a sitcom. And uh, they wanted to do something, you know, better, you know. But it got them exposure. And uh, so, and then later on, they started their um, their uh, variety show. And they changed it to the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. And uh, you know what's funny? Because they had the great um, writers in the show and also uh, guest uh, cast. Also, they brought, in, uh, like, for example, you know, pr- regular performers. They had Steve Martin, uh, Don Novello, which he played a, 
uh, Father Guido Sarducci, <laughs> Rob Reiner from All of the Family, uh, and uh, let's see, Bob Einstein for Super Dave, Albert Brooks, and uh, it was a woman named Lee French, or is it Lee French? Lee French, I think. Also, also uh, they had uh, pop singer Jennifer Warren. Warren's, you know, she sang, it's the right time of night. Remember that song? And uh, there was a there was a guy on the show. Uh, he was a singer. His name was Mason Williams. And he had that hit record, Classical Gas, you know, and it was uh, instrumental. And he was a head writer of the show like that. What's so great about this show is they had a lot of musical guest stars and they, uh, like, for example, they had Joan Baez, Buffalo Springfield, Cass Elliott, Harley Berlafonte, Cream, Donovan, Glenn Campbell, Jefferson Airplane, uh, Spinky Our Gang, you name it, uh, Spark, Simon and Garfunkel, The Hollies, and The Who. Ah, The Who, you know, that was a fam- that was a controversy where Pete Townsend was smashing his guitar. <laughs> that was crazy. I like that. Um, and uh, then it got a little political, you know, and uh, they were censored by CBS. That's when this show aired on cha- Channel 2, WBMTV in Chicago. Uh, and uh, let's see what else. So, um, the one who was really like most outspoken was Tom, he was very, uh, they talk about racism. They talk about the president of the United States, which was Nixon at the time. Or before that, it was uh, Linda B. Johnson, and then it was Nixon. They talk about Vietnam War, and then it was just, uh, you know, it was tough. And they fought with these censors and the head of the network, and uh, it was just a mess like that. You know, I can imagine the stress level of, of doing that show like that. So um, then the show got canceled in 1969. And uh, they continued to perform uh, probably uh, probably on stage or in Las Vegas or, you know, any concert venues, you know. They could, and they were very popular and they're famous um you know, and Dick was the straight man and Tom was the, you know, the dummy, just like Rowan and Martin. And there, and Tommy's signature line was, Mom always liked you best. <laughs> that always makes me laugh, you know. And uh, that, it's like when they performed a comedy bit, they would lead to an argument. And then it was just, uh, it, it was hilarious like that. Anyway, um, Tom Smothers was also... Uh, if you remember, he, he was a great yo-yo player. You know, he had the yo-yos, you know, and uh, he must have been practicing since he was a child like that. And uh, it was it, it was great. Like that. And he created, and it was, uh, he was performing uh, tricks with the yo-yo. And his name was Yo-Yo Man, you know. So yeah, I've seen that on television. And he was wonderful. You know, I couldn't do something like that. No. 
No way like that. He appeared in movies and television without his brother, you know, but the brothers still play, you know, they were together most of the time like that. And uh, they, then he retired and then they resumed the uh, um, performing until he announced he was sick. You know, he had lung cancer. Uh, then, you know, the, for some reason, they had a 20th anniversary on, on Channel 2, you know, CBS. Uh, it was like the 20th, 20th anniversary of Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. And I watched it, and it was great. I loved it. I really did. Uh, when the show was originally aired in the late 60s, I saw glimpses of it, a little bit, you know, what was, you know, in color. Well, it was black and white when I had when I saw the show, but then I started watching the 20th. It became a huge hit, big ratings, and then they made more specials, and, you know, it was, it was wonderful. Uh, the show was on DVD. Um, I don't think all the episodes. I think it's the very best, you know, and uh, you can still buy them, you know, at Amazon or eBay if you'd like, if you're a huge fan of theirs. Okay. So right now I'm going to play a commercial that features the Smother, Smothers Brothers. Excuse me. This is from 1988. It's for Magnavox TV. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to that? So here is the Smothers Brothers in a TV commercial from 1988 for Magnavox TV. And when I come back, I'll talk about the year in review, folks. Okay. So thank you, everyone. When it comes to making a serious decision, my brother Tom is a lot smarter than he appears to be. Like most thinking Americans, Tom is looking for a contemporary, innovative leader. A leader with quality he can believe in. A leader he can trust. Yeah. Now, he has looked at a lot of television, listened to claims from all sides. Yeah. And after careful consideration, Tom has made the smart choice. And that choice is... Magnavox! A sign. A sign. Magnavox. Smart choice. Very smart. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial with the Smothers Brothers doing Magnavox TV. Uh, talk a little bit about Magnavox. Uh, it was uh, founded in 1970, 19, excuse me, 1917, Napa, California. The founder was, the man's name was Edwin Prudham. And uh, their headquarters uh, right now was in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um... I don't know. It's been changed hands over the years, uh, but uh, but it was very innovative uh, kind of company at the time. They were introduced the first game, video game console, which is the Odyssey. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, I'll talk about that one day. And uh, it was very successful. Like that, also in the late seventies and early eighties, it. it it developed laser disc technology. You know the laser disc, the big, huge. It's like a DVD. It's like you know, very large. And they had a laser disc player. Um, somehow it didn't take off like the DVDs later on in the late nineties. You know, and uh, these are very collect, uh, very collectible, and. Uh, you know, and you do find them. Uh, I went to a record store uh, day after Thanksgiving, and I found them on the shelves. And they had uh, laser discs, and I was going through. It was wonderful reading and the 
front and the back and the laser disc. I didn't take them out. I was scared. And they were about 12 inches. So, um, and this is before the CD, uh, the compact disc came, came, you know, and they were invented by Sony. Um, then Magnavox uh, sort of went away. I mean, they made television sets. Uh, then they, and then uh, let's see what else. They uh, merged with, um, I forgot where they merged. <laughs> Sorry, like that. And uh, so I think with Philips and all that, but well, never mind. Oh, yeah, they merged with uh, Sylvania, Philco. And uh, Magnavox in one headquarters. Okay. So remember Philco, they used to make early televisions. Sylvania, they made uh, they made TVs, but they made uh, cameras, you know. Like that. Remember cameras? <laughs> you know, a film. <laughs> like that. So uh, I think I owned, I have owned a Magnavox TV in the past. Uh, probably when I was living in Ashburn in the late, in the 70s. I think at one time or another, they were good TVs. Yeah. And my brother had one uh, when he moved out, you know, out of Chicago. He had a Magnavox TV, I think. Or was it RCA? I think he had a Magnavox. I'm not sure. So uh, I have to ask him. So that's uh, it's a shame. So they're sort, of, they're sort of in business in a way, but it's named, un, it's under another name and they make other products so it's confusing it's like zenith um because zenith's gone and it's like i don't know we'll see about that i'll talk about zenith someday all right right now i'm going to talk about my year in review for 2023 ah this is exciting very exciting so let's get started with that uh shouldn't waste time I'm going to start with January. And January, uh, this is the most popular post uh, based on impressions on my on my Van Chicago Land Facebook page. So January, uh, the this post was the 56th anniversary of the 1967 blizzard that happened in Chicago. <coughs> and it's still talked about to this day. Uh, people, have people in Chicago have never forgotten about it. And it was a photo of the of a, I think a, a mother and a child, they were standing in on Sheridan Road on the north side of Chicago, and there was a CTA bus. And this photo was in color, and the impressions were 745,747. So that's the number. Uh, so that's a lot. A lot of people saw that. So it was very popular. And whenever you put, uh, it seems like when I post something about the 1967 blizzard, uh, it's just, ooh, people remember where they were when it happened. Uh, but I've, I've explained this in, in a podcast episode also on my Facebook page, you know, a long story about it. I remember a little bit, little of it. Okay. Uh, next up in February, uh, this one is the Silver Flash roller coaster or it's called The Flash, in Riverview Park. This one had 288,938 impressions. Uh, It was one of the most popular roller coasters in Riverview. Not like the Bobs or the Fireball. 
or other words like the flying turns um, or the shoots like that. Many other, you know, Riverview has so many, but uh, this was a cool photo that I found. And people loved that ride. They really did. They enjoyed it, you know, back in the day. Okay, in March, we have a picture. I, I borrowed this from somebody, and I credit this. Uh, this was a photo of Prince Castle's Hamburgers in Oakland, Illinois, on 95th Street. And uh, this had uh, 514,793 uh, uh, impressions. And uh, it was a cool photo. This is like from the 50s, late 50s, and uh, it was beautiful, you know. And, uh, you know, to tell you today, I never eaten there. I wish I did, you know. And I heard the hamburgers were great. The ice cream was awesome. You know, and later on, they turned into Cock Robin. I didn't go there either. <laughs> and they had a lot of locations. But uh, at that time, it was like, it was wonderful. It really was. Okay, in April, I posted a photo of the Dan Ryan Expressway. And what's so great about this photo, it had the Magic, Magic Kiss sign, which was located on like 85th Street. And whenever you're driving on the Dan Ryan or any other expressways like the Eisenhower, the Kennedy, you will see those big red lips. And you see a uh, like the uh, sign and you see the lips kissing. <laughs> you know, they pucker up like that. That was like an indication that you knew where you were on the expressways. So, and where you're going to turn uh, turn off and the you know and the exit or you enter you would see those lips and it was it was awesome but they, they're gone now so that's a shame I don't know what they did with the signs I think one guy had one I saw this on the internet he bought it at auction I don't know if he still has it but uh, it's kind of cool that's a great keepsake like that that should be in a museum it really should be because Magicist. Uh, was a great company they did clean rugs and carpets you know so all right and then in may uh i put i posted an ad for maurice lunnell cookies this is from may 6 1963 it had a 159.944 oh i forgot to mention in april of the magicus the impressions were 329.010 so that's how popular it was. Okay. Getting back to Maurice Linnell Cookies. It was an ad from May 6, 1963. It was just a, a newspaper ad. Uh, nothing special. It had 150,944 uh, impressions. Of course, we all miss these cookies. You know, the pinwheels, the chocolate chip, the stars, butterscotch. You know, the factory was up in Norwich, Illinois. Or is it Chicago? I think. <laughs> you know, I keep forgetting. Uh, but you, when you drove by, you could smell them, or you see the little boy in the, the cookie jar. You know, it's from that place. Uh, you used to see him at Jewel, Dominic's, all the time. You know, and uh, whenever when I used to work in American Express Travel, somebody brought him one time, or at other off other offices I worked at, they bring the pinwheels. Oh, I love the pinwheels. They were the best, you know, with the raspberry coating on the edge of it. Mm. 
That was good. All right. In June, I had a picture of the last streetcar in Chicago. Yeah. And it was, uh, I think it was the Clark route or is it the Broadway route? I forgot. And they had 151,119 impressions. Uh, I think that I did in 1958. Uh, they had buses. Uh, they introduced buses in the late 40s. And then, uh, so they had buses and streetcars together. And then they got rid of the streetcars. I never rode a streetcar. Um, not in Chicago. No, I wasn't born yet. Um, I've ridden a trolley in San Francisco. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. <laughs> You know when i visited there and that was fun i like that you know going down the hill then singing the rice aroni song <laughs> so that was fun like that so street cars were very fast you know clean and you know they zip and you and you enter from the back not from the front and you because uh like that and i think yeah you exit from the front but you i think you enter from the back i believe like that and there was a conductor i think there was a conductor on the streetcars i don't i'm not sure you know of course it was a driver he couldn't have taken the tickets <laughs> you know so, so there must have been a conductor there and that was the chicago surface lines and then it turned into the cta later on okay uh, in July, uh, I posted about uh, the death of Dick Biondi, that legendary disc jockey. Uh, the impressions were 126,910. Uh, when his death was announced, uh, there was uh, very complete sadness. You know, they loved listening to the man in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. You know, he was wonderful. It's that voice. And, Singing that song, On Top of a Pizza, all covered with cheese. <laughs> uh, he was great. I used to listen to him on Magic 104. I didn't listen to him in the 70s much uh, because I didn't listen to WCFL or other state or the stations he was on. But it was Magic 104 I listened to him in the 80s, and he was great. He was wonderful. Okay, and they're going to make a document. I think they did make a documentary, or they're going to. Um that should be fascinating. Uh, yeah, I think it's made already. I think so. I would love to see it. I really would. I'll find out. Of course, in August, uh, this had 225,544 impressions. It was the Bob's Roller Coaster in Riverview. Oh, why not? It's one of the most pop it was one of the most popular roller coasters in Riverview and at that time. People still talk about it. they loved that roller coaster. It was crazy. It was a crazy ride, you know. And uh, it was scary. It was fun. It was thrilling and unforgettable. <laughs> there have been other roller coasters, uh, you know, at Riverview and other uh, theme parks, you know, like. Six Flags, Great America, and all over the country. But the Bobs was the best. Okay. In September, uh, I posted a photo of the grand opening of the Jewel Grand Bazaar grocery store that was located at 54th Street in South Pulaski. And this one had a 569,195 impressions. 
I went to that once a long time ago when I was a teenager. And it was like a huge jewel, big jewel. Yeah. And they had more products, a little more uh, variety, maybe international. And uh, the other stores opened. I think one was in North Avenue in on the west side, uh, Cicero, I think. No, Cicero or Pulaski, somewhere around there. Also on the Dan Ryan at 87th Street. Also on 95th Street in Pulaski down the street. Uh, they, they got rid of them like maybe the late 70s or early 80s, and now they're regular jewels. Uh, the one on 95th Street in Pulaski, I, I went a couple times. Uh, it's a little out of my way. Now it's just a regular jewel. Nothing big. It's just a regular jewel like that. Still functioning as a jewel. <laughs> That's, uh, that was, uh, but it was a huge deal when they had that grand opening at the time. Okay. In October, uh, I posted a photo of a the Lord & Taylor department store in Woodfield Mall in Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg. It happened, that, it happened on October 1st, 1973. It had 173,294 impressions. And uh, Woodfield was just opening. It opened a couple of years prior. And it was a very elegant store. They had clothes and perfume and very nice things they had. Very nice. Uh, over the years, they had opened in Water Tower Place. Uh, I don't know, in Skokie, in Old Orchard, I think. And uh, in Oak Brook. Oakbrook Center in Oakbrook, Illinois, and uh, now they're gone. Uh, last I heard, uh, they had a few in New York. I think they're closed. I think they're online, maybe. I don't know. I visited once or twice, you know. Very chic. Very chic indeed. We need that back. <laughs> we need that back <laughs> in the stores. Okay, and uh, in November... We had another uh, attraction at Riverview Park. It was Aladdin's Castle, and it was the entrance, you know, and it was like a, that crazy house like that. And you see the Aladdin uh, with his eyes moving back and forth. <laughs> What's interesting about it, this was in color, and they had impressions of 174,438. That's uh, so, you know, when you go to the entrance at Riverview, that's, I think that's the first thing you saw. You know when you entered the uh, the park, and uh, some people were fascinated, other people were frightened of it. You know, uh, maybe kids, women, guys, a anybody really. You know, but it wasn't real. No, it wasn't real. I wonder what they did with that sign. Yeah, often wonder. And last but not least, we have in December um, the service merchandise store that was located at Deerbrook Mall in Deerfield, Illinois. And uh, the, 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 num the number of impressions that was 316,347. Now, service merchandise, uh, I'm the, the one that I visited was at 87th Street in Cicero in Oak Lawn. I used to go there all the time. I talked about this on a previous podcast episode, you know, when you had the conveyor belts, you know, you would order something, you get like a number on a pad or something like that, and you would go there to, uh, in the area 
or they have the conveyor belts and they and then the and the the items that you order will come down to that and you will pick it up i think you pay you, of course you would pay first and then do that whatever or cash or credit like that so it was very innovative at the time it was it was in it was in business for a long time the christmas catalogs were beautiful you know that was a beautiful time you know christmas time was great to buy also they had a wonderful jewelry section in electronics i remember that the jewelry section was beautiful you know all those lovely diamonds like that and the latest electronic uh games you know at the time when i was growing up was atari and all that and the, my favorite with the catalogs you go through and you I, looking forward to the toys and i get excited <laughs> like that okay so that's it for the list for 2023 for vanish chicago land oh that was fun so uh, that's it for this program uh i will publish it later on today uh it'll be available where podcasts are uh apple podcast google podcast spotify uh amazon music breaker overcast also will be post uh published on my blog vanishchicagoland.blog also it'll be on my youtube channel uh people always ask me uh where do i find your podcast where's your podcast it's on my youtube channel hit subscribe you'll get a notification for the latest episodes also the same thing for the apps, you could follow them. You'll get a new episode. And you can listen to previous episodes if you like. You have time. Also, be shared on my social media accounts, Facebook, X, Reddit, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and Threads. Yeah. So Threads is getting big. It's getting big. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of followers. It's amazing. I remember when it first introduces like wow then it just went down and now it's back again so that's that's great it's wonderful it's like uh facebook's own uh it's meta's version of twitter that's what it was <laughs> what it is excuse me okay so i will not do a podcast tomorrow maybe i will maybe i not won't but i will do one next tuesday which will be the first one of 2024 I'm excited. All right. So uh, so this is Pico Stanis, your host for Vanish Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today's kind of gray and cold. It's been like that all month. <laughs> and uh, no snow. I, I think the last time we had snow was, I don't know, Halloween or something like that. We'll see. You know, uh, the New Year, New Year's uh, for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day will be just kind of uh, drab. Not that exciting. Okay. For New Year's Eve, I'm just going to stay home. You know, that's all I'm going to do. Just very relaxing. Okay. So uh, thank you for joining me for uh, for this for joining me for this episode. Uh, what a way to close out the year. Yeah, I had a great time. And so here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. And here's bye-bye for me. Take care, everyone, and Happy New Year. And I hope you have a healthy, happy New Year. Bye-bye, everyone. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>